Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. Oh, my gosh, it is the end of July 2022. If you're listening live, that's crazy for me. Uh, I just got back from four weeks in Greece. I think about two shows ago, my daughter and I did a live from Greece, and it got so much attention. So if you get a chance, maybe go listen to the replay. You can find it right here on Voice America or on iTunes. Um, And I just, I love sharing what we're up to, to be inspiring to everybody. Today, I've got a very, very special and unique guest who is an award winner um, and has overcome some massive tragedy to become very, very triumphant. You're going to want to stay tuned. I'm not going to share just who that is just yet. I'm waiting for some people to get on and join us. There's Miss Renee and Penny. I'm shouting my friends out on Facebook Live. I love doing that as a dual broadcast. All right. And I am in my hotel room. So the person, the special guest I'm talking about is the love of my life. His name is Joshua Self, S-E-L-F. Go find him on Instagram and watch and just see some pretty amazing photos. And so I was traveling while he was prepping for his latest and probably last, don't always say that though, you never know, bodybuilding competition. And for those of you who can see, I'm going to hold up the medals. Hello, hello. For those of you who are just listening on the radio. That is what gold sounds like. Yeah, he won first place in two categories, worked so hard to get there, and we are now on a vacation. And then people go, well, Forbes, why are you doing a radio show while you're on vacation? And my answer to that is, why not? Uh, I'm lucky enough to go live. I've got a network that believes in me, and I get to believe in you guys. And I have some lessons to teach. So feel free to ask some questions. Josh is going to come on in just a few minutes live. I cannot wait for him to walk in here. And what I wanted to do was to take the first 15 minutes of this show and be wildly motivational. Anybody want to do that? Say yes. I got a whole bunch. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, come on. I got 100 yeses here. That's what I want to hear. Um, Because as Carl Sandburg said, nothing happens unless first a dream. And that for me has been the whole reason that I do everything that I'm doing. I think of ideas. I dream them. They become reality. Joshua woke up one day and said, I'm going to become a State high jump champ, he won. I'm going to become a fashion model, he did. I'm going to fall in love with the most beautiful woman in the world, and he found me. (laughs) Or I'm going to take this body of mine and make it world class. I got to tell you, you probably have a dream inside of you, something that you think about a lot, become obsessed with, want to do. But then do you hear the voices that say, oh, you can't do that. Who are you? Who do you think that you are? Well, my job on this planet seems to be a lot of, let's quiet those voices, shall we? So today, what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm just going to play a little bit before Joshua comes on, and we're going to ask you to be a kid again and let your imagination just run wild. And I got to ask you a question. Are you committed to grabbing hold of your life and squeezing from it all the power, the passion, and the juice that you know that can be yours? Answer yes or no. Some people are not ready. Some people, success just scares them. I ask them all the time, oh, I have a fear of success. Well, then guess what? You will never get to experience it. And as F-E-A-R means false evidence appearing real, at the end of your life, who cares? You know, I was traveling with my daughter, and one of the things that I think I learned from her, it's hard to embarrass me. I have fallen down on on a stage wearing high heels and a gown. I have, you know, spit out, who knows what I've done. 
it's hard to embarrass me because I just, at the end of the day, think you're going to love me anyway. Or half the people that I see who've never met me before, I'll never see again. And that was her philosophy. She's like, Mom, you're never going to see these people again, so go ask for what you want. I learned a lot from her on the trip. Because sometimes even I get a little bit shy. But you have got to learn to ask for what you want, right? And so I want, instead of being passive about this, I'd like you to be a little active. Maybe take out a piece of paper. And let's have a little exercise here. Why not? And I've written some things down here I want to do. Because, you know, successful people and non-successful people both have goals. The only difference is some achieve them and some don't because they set out to do that. And that is the difference of success. And so when you set large goals, sometimes when you start out, they seem very impossible to achieve, right? I mean, I thought about it. I'm working on a new book right now. It's like, oh my gosh, a mountain of making a book. But I've got six books I've already finished. So maybe it's not that hard <clears throat> if you've never done anything. Starting a business. All of these things seem monumental when you start. But the most important key to goal setting is to find a big enough goal and a reason behind it that inspires you. And that is how this starts. You know, I am going to give you guys a little insight because you're, you're real close to me. But I have a new book coming out and a new concept based around my Forbes factor. And the F in Forbes factor, it stands for foundation. It can also stand for fundamentals. They're pretty much what do you want? Why do you want it? How are you going to get it? How do you celebrate? And what are you going to do if you don't get it? Those five things, when you put them in action, take regular goals and turn them into reality. Um, and, you know, Donald Curtis, I'm going to give everyone credit who said things before me, said we are what we are what and where we are because we have first imagined it. And that is a really important thing. When I talked to Josh about walking on stage, you know, did you see yourself getting the medal and being a winner? Um, when you go into an audition as an actress, do you see yourself being given the part? When you're asking somebody to go on a date with them, do you imagine getting a yes? But if you walk into that scenario and say, oh, they're probably going to say no, who did? then they might say no because you've laid out that foundation. You've got to, we are what and where we are because we have first imagined it. And it is the art I call about turning the invisible into the visible. Something that you've thought about, you've dreamed about. And if you're playing along with me right now, on a piece of paper, write down one dream, one goal. Something that is so big that it does inspire you. It makes you go, wow. Because here's the secret to getting what you want. It's not just writing down the goal. All goals must be immediately followed by both the development of a plan and massive and consistent action towards its fulfillment. One more time. When you go to set a goal, you set your intention, you have a dream. It's not enough to dream it and then sit, oh, I want to be an actress, and then you sit at home waiting for the phone to ring. Well, if you never go to an audition, you're never going to get the part. And so, I didn't say this, I think John Wooden said this, that you do miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So today is about taking massive shots, action, having a goal, having a plan, and then executing on it. So one more time, all goal setting, listen to this, must be immediately... Not tomorrow, not next day, not when I feel like it, not when the wind blows, not when I lose 10 pounds. Must be immediately followed by both the development of the plan. How are you going to get what that goal is? Strategically write it out. And I'm a big fan of putting pen to paper. I believe how the brain works and all the studying that I've done is that when you write it, it has a different impact than when you type it. I know I probably can't convince anyone under the age of 20, but for me, this little pen and a piece of paper, I've created miracles doing that. You must, once you've written the goal down, you take immediate action, you develop the plan, but now the action is massive action, not a little bit, and it's also consistent. Because the funny thing about getting what you want is you don't see it immediately. 
it kind of goes along a plateau. You keep working and keep working and working. All of a sudden, oh my gosh, it's like overnight. That's what we always talk about overnight successes, right? Yeah, but you don't look at the 10 or 20 years they put in before the overnight success happens. So that is really, really important. Hey, Christian. Yes, really, really important. How do you make it a reality? How do you make your goals real? And I am committed to doing this with everybody. I'm going to become the dream making machine here, right? And so if you look at yourself five years ago, most people only look forward going, oh, that's what I want to eat. But I want you to go back a little bit. I want you to understand that a lot of what you are today is because of the decisions that you made five years ago. Oh, if you are not healthy today, at some point, did you give up on eating well or going to the gym or thinking positive thoughts? And I really want this to be implemented given what happened to us in 2020. I think COVID just spun a lot of people out of control. We're all going along and boom, it's a brick wall going south, all right? My head hurts now. And so we now got back and I believe we decide our intentions, our goals were up to because we got checked really badly. My judge hit Lambo's car. He was going straight ahead, even towards the Arnold, towards a big bodybuilding competition, and boom, ends up in a wheelchair for six months. He now has new goals. For a lot of us, our businesses may have stopped, our relationships, we put on some weight. Who knows what COVID did to you? But I'm tired of hearing that I had to pivot. Really? If the first time that you pivoted was because of COVID, you have not lived a successful life because life is made up of successes. And what's the opposite of that? Not trying to, but failures. I can count on lots of my, I mean, lots of fingers, the kind of failed things I've launched and failed. Okay. I'm not going to tell you all of those. I prefer to focus on my successes, but I learned you need to learn from failures. I see people making the same mistake over and over again. And there was that old phrase. You don't make the same mistake twice. Oh my gosh. Come on, raise your hand. If you've made the same mistake twice or three times or four times. Now is the time to dig your heels in and let's change this. And so one of the things that I want you to think about, write these words down for me. And I love that Christian, I'm reading some of the Facebook comments. Christian writes, five years ago, he wouldn't even recognize the exponential growth. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I bumped into Christian. Uh, and as a mentor and a teacher, he became one of my best and favorite students to date. He listened to what I said. I'm gonna say that it was simple, but it was definitely not easy. He put the work in, he hit his head, I could feel it, and he was frustrating. And the man that has evolved is not, it was five years ago. I wasn't either. I have reinvented myself over and over again, and you get to do that. So many of you don't choose to do it. It's beautiful to do this. I think I have to be reinvention. How many lives have I led? And you get to do the same thing. You don't have to be who you were. By the way, if you're an adult, Get this, newsflash, nobody cares if you were popular in high school. In fact, if you peaked in high school, you may have peaked too soon. I mean, I can go back and think, wow, nobody really noticed me in high school. I certainly didn't sit at the cool table. But today, I'm doing what I'm doing, and I went to one of my high school reunions, and I don't think a lot of those folks are. So let me tell you something. Stop being today as a result of what you think you might have been yesterday. So I want you to just write these down. What was your mental state five years ago? Were you excited? Did you just get married? Maybe you had a baby. Yeah, thank you, James. The best is yet to come. I'm loving that. But five years ago, what were you thinking? Were you playing small? Emotionally. And you guys, let's do this on a scale of one to 10. Where were you five years ago on a scale of one to 10? Mentally, five years ago on a scale of one to 10. Relationship-wise, five years ago, 
Oh, where were you then? Your environment. Did you own a house? Did you, were you living in a cardboard box? Where were you years ago? Socially, were you active? Were you networking? Were you hibernator? Spiritually, were you aligned with what you're about? Career-wise. And then the last one of this is I look at financially. Where were you five years ago? Okay. It's really important now is you moving forward. What is it that you want five years from now? You're at a certain place today. And you can do this exercise in classes, by the way. I do a lot of these exercises. If you guys want to join me on a Sunday, I invite you always www.pitch, T-C-H, Pitch Secrets with an S Masterclass. Pitch Secrets Masterclass. I've been teaching this live every Sunday since COVID started in March of 2020. Uh, I took two Sundays off. One was my birthday. The other was Super Bowl. But I'm here. So I need to, to meet you and I get to see you in person on a Zoom call. Uh, very, very, very affordable. It's a $19 commitment. People always say, Forbes, why do you charge $19? Why don't you make it free? Well, you know what free advice is? You get what you pay. So I have a little financial obligation, kind of what a Starbucks muffin or something, and people show up. The problem is when I give for free, you guys don't tend to show up. So $19, and let's show up. And I got to tell you, life changing for more than 12 thousand students in the last two years. So I look, Kelly McCord writes, planning my divorce five years ago. Wow. All right, Kelly, look at that. It's really important to notice that. Dr. Tatum, hello, Miss Kathy, Tina, I love seeing you guys. So now the next level of this exercise is where are you today? Five years ago, and it might take a little bit more time and energy this one little broadcast. And if it does, come train with me. With me. But today, where are you physically? Financially, mentally, emotionally, relationship, environment, uh, career-wise. Give yourself a one to ten. And then you just get to look. Sometimes looking at your life, to me, it's like look at my credit card statement. Maybe you're like me, but I, if I take a $100 bill, and I've done this as an exercise with many of my students, you spend it, you know, maybe take your one day, maybe take five days. I'm not judging you. At the end of that time, when you have zero, zero cents left, at that moment, I ask you to sit down and write down where you spend all the money. You know that people can never remember the last dollars, give or take a little bit. Yeah, you remember the big purchase, but it's like, oh, did I buy that coffee? Did I, did, I, what, did I put gas in the car? Did I, oh, where did it go, right? Very hard to do with $100. So when I look at my credit card statement, it's like, oh, 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 I did, how much was that costing? I forgot that I did that. I'm asking you to take an inventory of your life. When you can see where you've been, you're more likely to create where you're going. Ooh. And so the final part of this exercise before I bring Mr. Joshua on and for all of you to meet him um, is five years from now. What I would like you to do is you can put the score, but I'd like a little description. This is a great exercise, guys, I will tell you. Five years from now, physically, what are you going to be? And what it take to get there? Take a moment, write that down. Does it mean you might want to go to the gym every day or be consistent or start that Pilates class or who knows? Oh, for those of you watching, pick up Spin Gym and not just buy it, but use it. I do that every single day. I will tell you, it's definitely changed my life. Mentally, what are you doing to improve your mental state? Are you going on a vacation? Are you planning to talk to somebody? Are you a meditator, just write down what's one thing five years from now that's going to give you a much better mental state. 
Yeah. Oh, Christian writes that he's going to become a well-known celebrity voice actor. Christian, I'm going to hold you to that. I love this. I absolutely love you guys declaring what you're going to do. Because when you do that in the face of other people, you create accountability partners. What you dream and set out and have an intention for, you can fully 100% create. Mm. Huge believer, some call it manifestation, law of attraction. I call it Forbesing it. By the way, if you want my bracelet, I've got a very cool bracelet. What would Forbes do? Mr. Christian Mudhauser has created a website you guys can go to called livegreatness.com. And he was inspired to do that after meeting me in person at one of my live events. And if you want a live event, oh, guys, I'm only doing one more this year. You want to come to St. Petersburg, Florida and train with me live in person in the studio with only four people. You simply go to Forbes Factor Live Training.com. If you want a life changing experience, unlike anything else, guys, and just one more. And Christian, you want to write that into the chat for me, my book group. We've got lots of people participating live right now. You go to www.forbesfactorlivetraining.com. I've got some that's open, and I will tell you four days that will completely and radically change your life. It is immersion. It is not speakers talking at you. It is you going through exercises. And it's what changed my life. About 30 years ago, I went through a, a hands-on immersion seminar. And it pushes your buttons. It gets you to release old behaviors, old patterns. And what emerges from that is like the little centipede going into its chrysalis for a while and emerging as the most beautiful butterfly. I've had thousands of students who've gone through this with me. I only do a couple a year, maybe two, three of them a year. In St. Petersburg, Florida, I own a television studio, and it's a beautiful, safe, amazing environment. And then I wish for all of you to, go, to come through it. It's radically changed so many people's trajectories, their careers, their mental health. But let me go back to this five year, because Joshua's sitting here ready, ready to come on. Um, your relationships, five years now, what do you want? Do you want to be married, be divorced, have baby, whatever you want, have more friends, have less friends. Um, your living environment, have you always dreamed of moving to a different city, a different state, a different country? Last year, I had the ability to go to Costa Rica. I was supposed to go for two weeks. I ended up staying for two months. It was, I didn't want to come home. I only came home because somebody offered me an airline ticket to Dubai, a place I'd never imagined. Well, I did imagine it was on my vision board. And, uh, and now I just came back from four weeks in Greece. You know why I went? Because I told my daughter a couple of years ago that we were going to go and the borders opened up and we did. And I got to tell you, the funny thing is now that's a memory for me. That's behind me. So I'm looking at Joshua going, okay, where do we go next? All right. Socially, what do you want? And I love this whole thing about what do you want? It really helps to find who and what you are spiritually, career wise. And then the big one for all of us is financially. When you look at your investments, what are you invested in? How much money do you have? And not just go randomly write down millions. How much do you have? What's going to take to get there? All right. So I'm going to tell you that this whole concept of goal setting and the way that you achieve goals and living your dream is because so many of you, and you know who you are, put life off. You put off the joy and the happiness. Ah, oh, I got to work. I got to put my head down. But it's time that we embrace the fun in life and stop it someday because that day is today. All right. So without further ado, being a someday... Um, I'm in love with an amazing man who set out to build the perfect body for himself. And I watched him do that. I've known him for five years. Well, two years ago, he got hit by a car 
and it all battered. It all went away. And he had me take a photo of Instagram. You'll see if you go to Joshua self, S E L F dot E S I, you will see the before photo. He woke up in June of 2020, having sat in a wheelchair for six months, He'd lost more than 15 pounds of muscle. And he said to me in a year, I'm going to be Mr. Olympia. And I'm like, Oh, dude, have you looked at the mirror? And he said, yeah. And with his crutch limped to the gym every single day. And I got to tell you, there's where I don't want to go to the gym. I'm sure there's days he's in a lot of pain that he doesn't want to go to the gym, but he did. And so I'm going to scoot over here and here. You get to sit on the chair and, uh, and he'll tell you the rest of the story. So let's see. He's going to widen out the camera lens. There you go. All right. And I'm going to sit over here and everybody give a big round of applause. If you would virtually for Mr. Joshua self. Oh, do I get the good chair? You get the good chair. Oh. All right. Have a seat right there. All right. Here you can listen to everybody on. Um, freeze. No, 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 no. That's the Facebook, and there you uh, are. Right there, there we are. Well, I look a whole lot bigger than you sitting on this. I'm going to sit back here. Well, I can flex my muscle. Oh. Well, all right. Well, put your put your knees under there, and you you it's me talking to you and interviewing you. So sit up nice and tall. Oh, okay. I know. Give me some energy because that's our microphone today. Okay. And where are we today? I don't know. Where are we? Clement? Yeah, we're, we're in Florida. We're on a four-day four kind of fun little vacation. Mm-hmm. And so you have always wanted to be an athlete? I didn't want to be. I was. I am. What does that mean? Well, I had the skills. I loved to compete. And I've always, my Aunt Claudia always said I always had to be doing something. I couldn't just sit still. And um, I was kind of a rough kid. I always wrestled and played with my friends and I was just too rough for them and I always kind of beat them up. (laughs) um, So my first, my childhood, I was a wrestler and I went undefeated for years as a wrestler and kind of um, grew up out of that and fell in love with Michael Jordan, became a basketball player and was obsessed with jumping. I used to try to jump and touch everything I saw and I developed um, a, a skill that most white boys don't have. and <laughs> You really can't jump. And I could just dunk it with, I could hit my head on the rim. I could do 360s. I can do double pumps behind my head. I end up winning state and high jump. And so I've always been, a, you know, I, I love to compete. So that made me become a champion and I, I never quit. Um, once I, as I got older, I couldn't really play basketball. I, you know, my one of my dreams was always become an NBA player, but that kind of faded away. And so, what was next? And and what was next was was the gym. Um, after I graduated from college in 2013 or 12, I stepped into the gym and I never left. So, um, uh, I was in the gym one day and some guy came up to me and asked me if I ever competed. I'm like, competed in what? He's like bodybuilding. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like a hundred. 80 pounds and he's like no no there's a there's an event there's a men's physique it's not really about how big you are and so i looked into it so uh, mr olympia was coming up it was a fitness model so i had a uh, a goal in mind and so i trained for about eight months for it and went in as shredded as possible there's over like a hundred I ended up pretty much coming in second and that drove me to keep competing and it, you know having goals is is one thing that 
keeps people going. You don't set goals and you, you t- tend to quit things. So um, setting goals and having been the competitor inside me just kept me going. And I believe in myself. It's another thing. You have to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and you will set up, your, set up for fa- failure. So, you know, those are the kind of the keys to success and becoming a champion, believing in yourself, liking what you do. Um, yeah, I went, I didn't always feel like going to the gym, but most of the time I did because I enjoyed it. So it's, it's a big key. So now everything along swimmingly, you and I met about five years ago and two and a half years ago, you were on your way to getting this Olympia title that you really wanted. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Well, you went off somewhere and I was deciding to watch the Star Wars movie and I drove a motorcycle and, um, you know, unfortunately somebody didn't see me coming down in front of me. I saw two headlights coming at me and all I thought to myself was, I'm going to get in an accident. Two hours later, I woke up in the emergency room. I had uh, four broken ribs and shattered my ankle bone and had a huge knot on my hip. Um, luckily, I've always had the most expensive and the best gear I ever you, you can get. Unfortunately, I didn't have the most of the, my best gear on. So if I maybe if I had my $500 um, racing boot on my foot, when it didn't get shattered. But luckily, you know, because I see people and you don't have a helmet in Florida. You have an amazing, very expensive helmet and jackets and Kevlar jeans. You had all that on, didn't you? Well, yes. Yeah, so, so many people driving motorcycles and scooters with just shorts and t-shirts on no helmet and i just think of them as one in um you know that's well, because what happened you could happen to anybody you there's no way you could avoid that accident no nothing i could have done and so i remember that moment uh when i picked you up in the hospital when i came to the hospital and i was a little shattered uh you then sat in a wheelchair for how many months i sat there for probably um over six months um and what happened to your body i shriveled up you know i lost lost my muscle i couldn't walk i couldn't do anything I, all i could do is just um there lay there in bed and just wait and it was and i went through a major depression um i sat outside a lot and watched the lizards yeah that friends too yeah and um you know i then I even shaved my head off my hair off um, she wasn't too happy about that. Um, I kind of looked pretty funny with no hair. So, I, yeah, I, I get it. But, um, you know, that's what I did. And um, once the gym opened up, I, I was like, you know what? I, I looked at myself in the mirror and, I, and I'm not happy with what I have become. And I was like, I'm going to do something about this. And... I went back to the gym, even though I couldn't walk, I had these, this crutch and I did all my exercises sitting down. I usually do all my, my exercises sitting down anyways, or, or so to start working out, I set a goal for myself, which was Mr. Olympia. It was a year from the moment you, a year and a couple of months. Yes. And I felt like my body was, was, was there for the contest, but my ankle was, was, I was still limping very extremely um, badly and more focused on trying to um, keep my balance on stage than really focus on my posing and showing off. And I, I will re- tell you, you look good for that competition. You I looked it. okay. You know, one thing I, I can say during that for the Mr. Olympia, I started really 
um, diving into nutrition, trying to figure out what's the best nutrition, what, what you should and should not eat, and what's the healthiest way to eat. And so I took the time and, and I kind of figured that out. And, and I applied that towards Mr. Olympia, more trial and error. So I believe that I could have looked a little bit better for Mr. Olympia, but for what I went through then, I applied to for this past contest and I won. So everything seemed to work worked out. So even even though I didn't win Mr. Olympia that year, I still gained knowledge out of it. So that prepared me for extra Jacksons and I came out a winner. Yeah, for those of you who are playing along on Facebook, uh, I have two first place beautiful medals here. Um, and for those of you on the radio, that's the sound of gold. Um, I think it's I think it's damn impressive, and you looked amazing. Um, in terms of overcoming mindset, so many times that's the big people question people ask us or ask you is how do you do it? How do I do it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I you know one thing I I learned from my grandpa. My grandpa said if you don't want to do something, just don't think about it and do it. And <laughs> And for some reason, that always kept and kept with me, and and I did it. But it goes back to liking um, what you do. You know, if you don't like something, then why bother? So well, but so many times people like. Well, let's let's just start physically. Everybody wants to be fitter. Now it's kind of interesting too, because if we walk around, we're here at a, a beautiful resort, and when Joshua takes his shirt off, which I'm going to ask him to do in a minute. Everyone has this look like, I mean, I can see all the men go, oh, God, really? And I wonder, though, why would they do that? Do most men are not that fit? There's lots of bigger bellies or slumped shoulders or people who are not toned their body. But we all say that we want to do that. And yet you're one of the only people I know who's actually done it. Well, well, they probably have a wife and they probably was in shape somewhat in their previous life. And once they have that wife and and they become, they settle and they just kind of give up and they like to drink and they like to eat and, and then they just start developing a big old belly and they just become unhealthy. And to me, that's not a very wise thing to do because your number one thing in life should be your health. Because if you're not healthy, then people around you, you can't really take, take care of people around you. And, you know, I want to make my, my wife look, um, the best she can. And so I, and that's one thing that I told her when we first got together, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll make you look better. <laughs> and so I, you know, will always look, look my best for her. So. Well, and, and I appreciate that. And I'm going to, I'm just looking here because we've got a lot of uh, people. So men are interested if he creates content, on how to do a bodybuilding. Well, all right. So James Joshua did, can I'm going to take a little detour here. Joshua has a philosophy, and as I'm the pitch person, I get to pitch him. He trains differently than every other person I've ever met. I know Christian is on your program. He's on the channel right now. But and I'm going to step out for a second and just have you talk about it because you you don't work out like other people do. Can you talk about your philosophy and what you do? All right. So pretty much um, when it comes to learning something, you have you pretty much study it, right? If a mechanic... If you want to become a mechanic, you go to school and you learn how to do it. For some reason, people don't apply that to their body, uh, to lifting weights. They go to the gym, they get taught by either their 
the guy in the gym or they look at the machine and they see the little picture on it, like, oh, you're supposed to do this or, or they got taught by um, a gym teacher or a coach, but they don't really understand how muscles operate, that each muscle has a primary function. And what is that function? It's to move the bone that's attached to in a certain way. And some muscles have um, pros and cons, like there should there's some things that you shouldn't do. Like I'll, I'll give you an example, your front delt, it's attached to the upper arm bone of the humerus. Most people do an overhead press. You see this all the time. This it does develop the front delt, but at a cost of injury, because every time you do this motion, you have impingement syndrome going on. That just means that a tendon in there gets pinched between two bones. As I speak, that tendon is getting pinched. So with heavy weight applied coming down onto it, it pinches it even more. So when you, so what's the, the primary function of the front delt? It allows the humerus to move forward. When you moving forward, impingement syndrome. So why do that exercise if it's gonna hurt you in the long run? But people don't know that. So I developed, well, I've been taught how to do a better exercise that moves the humor, humerus forward without, um, which doesn't cause long-term injury. So. Now I see people in the gym, they do push-ups. Everybody does push-ups. Why would that be bad? Push-ups? <laughs> well, push-ups is, is just using your body weight. If you have a, a gym access, you have access to weights. So you can actually isolate that muscle with a with a push-up, really isolating a specific muscle. You're really working your belts, some of your triceps, some of your pecs, all depending upon your hand placement. So and there's better ways to do it. Most people think, you know, want to work their chest and they think that a a push-up is going to do that. Well, why waste your time doing an exercise that isn't as efficient as one that is? So most muscle groups, you only have to do one exercise for. There's only two muscle groups that I do multiple exercise, and that's your pectoral muscles and your trapezius. The reason why is because those muscle groups have more than one origin. So what happens when a muscle contracts, it always contracts from the insertion of the, where the bone is connected to the origin. It's like a rubber band. You take a rubber band, you stretch it out. You can't tell where to bend. It's going to, to contract in that one specific direction. If you move the bone in a, away from that origin, then it, that muscle will not have a natural contraction and it tends to, to hurt it or can hurt it. The big one I'm gonna ask, and I'm gonna ask you to take your shirt off because I wanna see your abs. You don't do sit-ups, do you? No, I don't do any sit-ups. Okay, this is where you guys are going to really see this. So number one, let me see your abs there. Okay, Ugh. that, you don't do any sit-ups and you have those kind of abs, really? Right. So you guys, everybody wants to know, and if you want to know, say yes. What do you do to get abs like that? So, you know, for your abdominals, your, your abdominals are connected to your lower ribs and your pubis bone. I see so many people in the gym doing leg raises leg your abdominals are not connected to your legs at all also so it's pretty much a complete waste of time doing a leg raise 
see people doing sit-ups or using weights that just you're you're just bending at the hip that is not working your abdominals your your abdominals you need to those muscles have to contract so all you need to do is do a crunch that's all you need to do it's very basic it's moving the spine contracting the spine or bending the spine if you're not spent bending the spine, then you're not really right, so show working with the Show us what you do. Because this is, guys, you got to watch. That's it. I'm just doing it. But that's all you can be all that you do. That's it. Now, but you also said, you now talk about having a machine behind you, because you talk about resistance. So in order for a muscle to get bigger and stronger, you need resistance applied to it. Um, you don't really have to do that with, with your abdominals, but I'll sit on a, in a chair, you know, a bench, a nine degree bench. And so... If I'm going to do a crunch, my initial motion is going forward. So I want the resistance to be totally opposite direction. So I'll have a cable running this direction, and I use a rope, and I hold it here, just contract my abdominals, just do a crunch. That way I can use... Uh, I can use, I can adjust the weight to what I can do. When you work with your body weight, so many people get frustrated when they do a compound exercise using their body weight, um, that they, like a push-up. I mean, some people can't do many push-ups, so they tend to give up because they just, they feel like they can't do it. So using um, adjustable weights, you can, you can do what you can and without having to give up. All right, so if you guys have any questions about working out, I mean, I just, Josh, when I look at you and I know what it takes to do abs, I think, what about people like who do their, lift their legs, they're hanging, they hang from a bar and they swing their legs? Well, like I said, your abdominals aren't connected to your legs at all. You have to, you want to concentrate on your, bringing your pubis bone up to your rib cage, your legs will follow. Those muscles, that's where the abdominals is pulling your, your pelvis up. If you're not doing that, then your muscle just stays in a, your abdominal stays in an isometric state, meaning that if I flex my bicep right now, it stays in an isometric state. Uh -huh. It's not it's not getting bigger or stronger. It's just going to wear down. It has to have a dynamic range of motion. Those those muscles need the strength to need the length and shorten in order for it to get bigger and stronger. So we should put your knees over for a second. So people, are, because I'm, I love that we can dispel myths. I put your feet in there. I, I love that you. That you look as good as you do. Somebody just said, Forbes, you're in heaven. Yes, I am. Yes, I absolutely am. But I'm more in heaven because, yes, he looks good on the outside, but he is an amazing guy on the inside. Is that okay if I say that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So now I'm looking at some food over here. And it's funny. We actually have a plate of food. Would you dissect and you tell me what we have on this plate and what we're eating? <laughs> no, it's kind of interesting, right? Because it's a well, salad. This, this is your basic <laughs> salad. Yeah. Um, but a lot of this I probably wouldn't eat. What would you eat on there? I would eat the lettuce uh -huh. and the avocado, avocado, artichoke. I would eat the olives. Uh -huh. Why? You know, the cucumber. Cucumber is not too bad. Um, I probably wouldn't eat the carrots. Do they have too much sugar um, in them? Yeah, they have too much sugar in them. All right, so I'm going to see if we can feel some questions, guys. Please ask me some questions. Or I haven't asked Joshua because, like I said, here's his medals for you guys who are. Can you hold those up to the. <laughs> well, because what do they represent to you? I just like to give them to you. <laughs> I love them. But, but you were okay. So 
Um, give us a little description of what was the prep like going into this competition? What were you, what were you thinking? What were you doing food-wise? How many times a day were you working out? Well, when it comes to food, I mostly do keto. I would eat two times a day, basically. I would have like a, so I'd eat about seven to 10 cups of vegetables a day, mostly cruciferous vegetables. So mostly I'd have a big salad with a mix mix of greens, but also put argulus in it. Argulus, is that how you pronounce it? Arugula. Arugula. <laughs> Arugula. I would get those mixed up. Arugula is one of the most dense, nutritious um vegetables and that's what um cruciferous vegetables are you want to get bigger and stronger you want as much dense vegetables as possible which has a lot of vitamins and and minerals in them because those help you digest the food so i would have a big salad with um kale or mixed um cruciferous a big i'll get a big bag of from trader joe's the cruciferous vegetables mixed greens and arugula, and then I'll put some type of protein in it, um, either tuna or at that time, I'd, usually I don't eat chicken, but for the prep, I did eat chicken because it had um, low fat. Um, and then as the prep, and I, I usually put it like nuts in it from, from pecans and walnuts, um, sunflower seeds, and then um olives and um avocados. avocados but as the contest became closer i started taking away my fats and then because you know I'm, you, you you try to get to lose weight you get rid of your carbs you get away get rid of most of your fats so you gotta leave some fats because that'd be your energy source so that's pretty much I did until it was time for me to start carving up, and then, um, and then I got rid of all my fats once I started carving up because you can't mix. You don't want to mix carbs and fats together because well, once you well, do, most people don't want to be as shredded as you. Well, regardless, you still do not want to mix your carbs and fats together because right, give me some examples of what we should not mix together. So, well, vegetables are carbs, but if that with cruciferous vegetables, they have high in fiber. So to get your net um, carbs, you would take um, the amount of carbs and then subtract that by the fiber. So if you have five grams of carbs with four grams of fiber, that'd be one net carb, a total net carb of one. Um, so. Um, talking about coffee. Coffee? Yeah. I don't drink coffee. Coffee is a grown up drink i'm not a grown-up all right what do you drink um in the morning i drink a vitamin drink has lots of vitamins in it vitamin c i forget the brand it's over there somewhere um that's my go go to things first thing in the morning is drink something drink my vitamin drink without showing the label grab that water for a second and i want you to dispel the myths of drinking water water all right so um they say that you're supposed to have about eight cups of water a day well that's not very healthy for you what <laughs> <laughs> it's not unless you have kidney stones then yes um but drink so much water you flush out all your electrolytes so when i what i drink during my 
my workouts or at night I drink, I sip on electrolytes. So electrolytes are your potassium, which you're supposed to have about 4,700 milligrams a day, sodium about 2,300 milligrams a day, uh, magnesium about 550 milligrams. So once you start drinking a lot of water, it just flushes all, all that out of the body and then you're depleted of your, your um, electrolytes. But they don't tell us this. They all tell us to drink water, but not to drink electrolytes. Well, they tell you to do lots of things, but you shouldn't do it. So, I mean, you're my mother always told me not to when you lift up something to bend with your legs and not your back. But yet you see so many people in the gym doing stiff legged um, deadlifts. I mean, that's just not a very smart exercise to do. So don't always listen to what people tell you. You got to do your research. Well, you created a program. What's your program? Um, my, call for my program is called Elite Self-Image Fitness, and pretty much I, I've created everything uh, myself, videos explaining the principles behind biomechanics, um, gives you the, the reason, reasons why you should do and not do certain exercises, and shows you the proper exercises to do. So it explains more than your typical trainer will do it because your typical trainer will like do this exercise and do this so and so many times. Well, why? <laughs> well, they don't give you a reason why because the reason they don't even know themselves because I watch most typical trainers, they, they have you doing dumb exercises. So um, like in overhead press, most of them have them do this exercise. The worst exercise in the world to do is a dip. This is the worst exercise. For one thing, it doesn't even work your triceps Second thing, all the weight, your body weight's coming down in your shoulder joints, so you're just going to tear up your shoulders in the long run. So why? But most trainers have you do dips. But everybody says to do dips. That's a horrible exercise. Most people have you do an incline press. Well, an incline press is pushing away from the origin of your pectoral muscles, so it's pretty much a complete waste of time. I do not do any incline press whatsoever. Okay, I have a little (laughs) self-promotion here. Talk about this for people who don't know on Instagram or Facebook. What are you all holding in your hand? You got to describe it because you're all so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, her product, her fitness product is called the Spin Gym. And pretty much it's three little metals tied with a string in the middle. And um, as you pull it, it spins. And so, for me, what I use this for is to warm up in the gym with because I can hit every muscle group of my upper in a heart in a, in a blink of an eye. Yeah, so right now. So now you can describe on the radio what you're doing. So, so right now I'm doing my bicep. I'm pretty much doing a bicep curl. In a blink of an eye, I'm working my tricep. And then with another blink of my eye, I'm working my rear delt. Same thing, now I'm working my, my lats. I can do my forearms. I can do my Whoops, my trapezius, which I, if you, if you don't concentrate on it, it stops spinning. So I can work my trapezius, Ugh. and then I can work my packs, and then once I go through all my muscles, I'm ready to hit the gym. What do most people do? They just do a little stretch. You know, this, this thing gets my whole muscles warmed up, gets my blood pumping, and it's so easy. And it fits in your bag. It's the greatest fitness 
Wait, did you just say that that Spindle is the greatest fitness product in the whole world? Yes. I love that. All right. I'm going to stop my in my uh, Instagram for a moment because we're going to, I think we're kind of almost running out of time, which is crazy. For, so for you guys, if you're excited and intrigued by this, you see where it says chat down here? I can't find my, my beautiful, I don't see any chat. Where's my chat going? All right. Well, my producer may have to tell me when I'm out of time here. Um, and for if you have not enough of Joshua and I never get enough of Joshua, um, he's going to be joining us live tonight in Mastermind. If you guys want to know how to get to Mastermind, go to www.mastermindwithforbes. I have, uh, Victoria says, thank you. Um, it does make so much sense. You know, that's what everybody says about your training is that it makes so much sense. Yes. So, and some people listen to me. Some people don't. They're like, oh, that makes so much sense. And they go right back to what they were doing. Other people will be like, oh, I'm going to start doing it your way. <laughs> so... Well, all right, so in, five, in a couple of final minutes that we've got, what would you like to know about their health, their fitness, their nutrition? It's all yours. Uh, um, not to give up. Um, find, find a mentor. I think mentors are very important to have. Um, don't listen to everybody because I think most people just want money. And um, do more research about your health. One of, the, one of my influencers on um, YouTube is a guy named Dr. Berg. That's B-E-R-G. Um, what I like about him is that if you have a question, you can always go to his site, his YouTube channel, and type it in, and usually it pops up. So it's kind of having a doctor um, at hand. And I mean, to me, that's very important because I have questions and i mean I, you can't just call up a doctor and start asking him so dr burke seems like he he um has he knows what he's talking about and um so well cool well i love it um like i said i think we're running out of, of time here um i'm literally cannot oh there it is there's my chat so no sorry i couldn't again guys i'm in a hotel room so forgive me for uh i didn't want to miss today's show i wanted you all to to see joshua here you see the word chat down there there it goes um, tell me how many more minutes we have left in this broadcast so that I don't keep you guys. We've got four minutes till close. All right. Um, I got to say, I'm very proud of you. How do you feel, by the way? You feel good? I feel normal. Yeah, but you don't normally always feel normal after competition, do you? Like, you were really smart this time. Well, it feels better when you win. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely feels better when you win. All right. And what are you looking forward to in the future? Um, you know, I... I'm a very creative person. I'm a 3D artist, editor. I work in video productions. So, you know, we, we own a television studio. So I'm looking um, to creating content for you and making money. And I also dab in photography. And so, you know, just being the best I can be in my interest. So it's not like I'm just um, bodybuilding. So anything I have interested in. I mean, you're not just a big hunk of meat. Sometimes. <laughs> It depends on the time. Well, I have to tell you, it's been, I think, hanging out with Joshua, and I'm excited for you guys to join us tonight in Mastermind. Um, I've learned a lot. I've learned about the heart of a true champion. I'm not an athlete. I'm not competitive in sports. I'm mentally competitive. Um, but my body has always been important to me. I mean, I'm in the National Fitness Hall of Fame. But it doesn't compare to the level that I have witnessed in the last five years by knowing you. Well, my shoulders are bigger than yours. Yeah, everything is bigger than mine. Everything is bigger my than boobs, mine. My boobs are bigger than All right, stop. Again, if you're on radio, what you've not seen is Joshua has his shirt off. I'm going to urge you to go to my Facebook. 
Uh, it's my Facebook live feed and you can see this amazing body or go to his Instagram at joshuaself.esi. And again, it inspires me to look at your accident, to see you uh, 30 pounds lighter than you are now uh, and how far you've come. So the last minute um, of this broadcast, what I would like you to do is, and I'm going to step off because I like it to be about you, is to just share when the, when the times are tough and it's hard. And you don't want to get out of bed and you don't really see the light. That's every day for me. As, as I sit here today, my foot just aches and it creaks and it just, my toes are moving and I just feel like there's just, it's half dead. And then I get up and walk and it's just stiff and it's just not fun. So I go through a challenge every day and, you know, it's in, just want somebody to rub on it. Well, but I think a lot of people go through challenges every day and they don't always get to bring home a medal. And so I am just want to tell you publicly that I'm very proud of you and I love what you're up to and I love how much you inspire people. <laughs> and uh, I know you're very humble about all that, but I think it means a lot to me and everybody watching. Thank you. All, of you. Mm. all right. I'm going to kick you out. I'll take the last okay, 30 thank seconds. Thank you, guys. Uh, just looking dead in camera and tell you guys that it takes a lot for him to show up and do this. He's not a very public person. He's very private about everything he does. But I have I have a firm belief that w the way he's going about his life and what he does matters to all of us. It inspires me because there are times when I don't want to keep going. So until I see you guys again next week right here on The Forbes Factor, I want to say thank you for showing up every week. Um, not only are we here on Voice America, but we're live, we're live on YouTube, on iTunes, on Pandora, all the places. And of course, my Facebook and my Instagram family is want to give you guys a big heart. I'll see you again next week. Thanks so much for watching. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.